Friday Harbor. Welcome to another special edition from San Juan Island of Adam versus the Man. Coming to you live as always today, Thursday, July twenty second, twenty twenty one. We find ourselves in a unique historical moment. Having this is sticking up too much. I have to push this. This is this is getting ridiculous. Can't do the top knot. No, not not like that. No longer warrior status. We push it up like that. It just looks like a paintbrush sticking out of my head or something. No, no, no. Who's get get hair and makeup back in here? Anyway, uh, yeah. Have we got Ed Vallejo co-hosting today from Gardenia? We got Bethany Hill from We Are the Seventy Four in Mississippi joining us. Crazy stuff going on there. We're gonna today is the day of settling shit. There has been some serious drama in the uh we are the 74 that is, that is the uh pro well it's it i gotta explain that in mississippi there was a bill uh as a referendum for the voters of mississippi which would have created a medical cannabis program in the state proposition 65 it was voted on uh, excuse me, and uh, voted for by 74% of the population. I mean, rarely in, in, in something requiring a political referendum do you have 74% of the electorate, I shouldn't say population, excuse me, to be precise here, of the electorate, of, the, of those approved to vote in Mississippi, which is actually likely to be uh, – lower uh, as a measurement or indicator of support than among the general population because the general population who are the people who can't vote felons people under 18 you think those people are more likely to vote for cannabis than the rest of the population that you're asked and still 74 percent and the mississippi Supreme Court basically said, nah, screw the will of the people, the technicality, we can get rid of this thing. And this is why we have seen in so many other states, like in South Dakota, where they left from full prohibition, no medical, just legal. And uh, there was a, there were attempts by, it was a sheriff, I think, in South Dakota who, who tried to sue to make, to, to invalidate this, this law that the voters had passed. Uh, on, on a technicality again, you're like, really? Yeah, well, in Mississippi, it worked, and so Mississippi is in a state of still complete prohibition where, uh, specifically the will of voters on Prop 74 or Prop 65 is being disregarded. So, there have been uh, a number of leading players in this movement, uh, uh. Bethany Hill, uh, our guest today, and Donnie Collins, among them, who seem to be at odds. And uh, there's there's been a lot of weird drama, uh, a lot of shady stuff. Looks like infiltration. Looks like subterfuge. Looks like petty personal shit. Um, and I will say that our, our guest Bethany today is not beyond reproach in, in her conduct in in these circumstances, but. Uh, Donnie had agreed to do an interview with us at the same time with Bethany and then backed out. And that looks very shady. Joey Lee, good morning from some random truck stop along the 40. Uh, welcome, Joey. Yes, Joey on her way back with the new van to Gardenia right now. 
but as as to we are the seventy four, we want to. Uh, this is a really exciting opportunity uh, with what's happening in Mississippi to show that government exists at the expense of the will of the people, uh, not the other way around. Craig, morning, freedom lovers. And when you have the will of the people saying clearly, we want a medical cannabis program, Mississippian government says no. Well, who are you serving then? If it's not the people, who's who's government serving? Because you're not doing what we want. You're violating our consent. Uh, that's been well established. So I think there's a very exciting opportunity. This is why I've been so enthusiastic about supporting we are the 74 in Mississippi specifically. We've talked about this a few times. I'm planning on having Bethany on uh, or, or you know, multiple representatives from we are the 74 anyway. And I think part of the potential with this that's so exciting is that now it's going to go to the national scale. I think if it's like if we win in Mississippi, we could it's sort of like we, we win nationally, we win globally even potentially. Because we will have shown just how obscene it is for something like this to happen when when the people say we want this, government does this. Even by governments, we voted in your system and said we want this, and you did that. Uh, Elizabeth Kokiard on Facebook. We have people watching on Facebook still. Hey, Adam, I mentioned the 74% protest in Mississippi. Great weekend. Indeed. Indeed. Thank you so much for being there. It was, a, it was a wonderful protest we got to attend on Friday. Joey, Lee, uh, Jay, Mary Jane, and myself speaking on behalf of the 74. So uh, we're going to get Bethany on to resolve this, I guess, one way or another. I mean, I I, I, I don't know what's going on with Donnie. Um, and it's it, it might be presumptive to, to condemn him on the basis of avoiding this scrutiny, but it's kind of like, well, we gave you the chance for due process and you declined. It, you know, it's kind of like, with, well, uh, just zooming out to the bigger picture, right? Like with, with COVID, you want me to take this vaccine, but if I question it, you censor me. How am I going to get your vaccine? Like Donnie Collins, you know, you want us to support you as in, in your activism. But when we say, hey, can you come on the air and answer some questions about it? You decline. Now, in a case of an individual, it's much more difficult because you need to give them a, a higher standard of, of benefit of the doubt than with the propagandists, with the government, with the system as a whole. When the system is doing something evil, motivated by evil, it's pretty clear. Uh, but when it's an individual, I, again, always benefit of the doubt. Is it is it Donnie himself being shady in all of this? Or is it perhaps somebody threatening his family? You know, or is it some other personal thing? Is it they fucked with his medications? And, uh, you know, so anyway, Joey, Joey just messaged me saying that, that he's back and forth acting like he's going to reschedule, which is like, that almost makes it shadier. Uh, you know, because, 
it's wasting our time on top of everything else. Uh, West Coast Jerry, thanks for putting your stream on Twitch. I can probably watch it in the background while I'm at work. Awesome. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, so it, even if you're, it, it's like if this is how you handle interview requests, you are not qualified to represent an organization like we are the 74. I hope people from the board are watching. I hope the people in Mississippi who, who, who are activists who care about this organization. Again, shout out to Vicki Rose, chair of the Mississippi LP, who has brought a lot. Who has, she's brought a lot of people together uh, around this cause, around the Libertarian Party of Mississippi. So, you know, I've been talking to her, trying to get her take on all this, and uh, just a lot of shadiness. But again, you know, that in case of condemning an individual. Is Donnie the shady one or is Bethany the shady one or are they both shady or are they both righteous? That's how I judge activists on the you know shadiness to righteous scale. Holding myself up as the gold standard because I never do anything shady at all. And I ever go. I'd like to think actually I mean my no I am my motivations are pure. I know in terms of my motivations, hundred percent pure and righteous on that side of the scale. But when it comes to uh, behavior and, and how that's seen and interpreted by others in the activism game, yeah, it's I, I understand. I understand how I have been misled. I have been lied to by infiltrators in my organizations who fed me bad intel about other activists that led me to unnecessary conflict. And and from a lot of angles, what I was doing during that time, I'm sure appeared shady. So with all benefit of the doubt possible, um, you know, I, I, I want to, you know, refrain from judging any individuals, but more and more, it, it, it looks like, uh, like Donnie is the shady one here and Bethany is the righteous one. It, it, it's rarely as simple as that. And I'm not saying that I've, I've completed you know, any complete due process on this. And the next piece of it is in today's show to talk to Bethany, get a little caught up on the drama and a little more caught up on what's actually going on in the positive work with We Are the 74. Uh, so anybody who's standing in the way of that, uh, uh, we're going we're gonna to see what's up. It's going to be an interesting interview. But we do have to get to the producer notes, and we do have to get Ed Vallejo up on here to uh, to talk about all the headlines today and get more of your comments. Keep the comments coming. I don't know how much we we got Joey backstage, perhaps also assisting in the push with the comment stream. And I'm excited to have the incredible audience that we always do. It's Thursday. We are going to get to all of the headlines in the stack. If we get to them in the end of the first hour, we might take some calls towards the end of the show because that's been so much fun lately. I guess, I guess we did. I mean, would we get to that critical mass? Is the show just there? We have the enthusiastic audience, enough people with us every day. We can go, we'll take callers and not have me sitting here going, oh, are we still on the air? Kimberly Wood, how can I get into today's show? I guess if Kim is asking, we're taking callers. So, yes, uh, at uh, after the guest, Jim will be posting the link to call in in the comments, wherever you might be watching this. I don't know. Frankly, I don't care. I have confidence in Jim and Joey to make sure that my voice is heard one way or another. As long as I get feedback from all you beautiful people in the audience, I am going to keep doing this show enthusiastically. A show with news, 
unlike other news shows. What makes Adam versus the Man differences different is that this is a news show that wants you to be loved rather than commercialized and exploited. And with that, Jim, give us the producer notes. What's going on? Good morning, everybody. I'll give you a chance to get your hair and makeup guy in there and get hand, get your paintbrush handled if you want to. <laughs> so as far as promotions go, uh, producer note for the call-in guests, just so you know, we are streaming to Facebook's uh, Adam's Facebook personal page and Adam's uh, show page. And if you're on the show page for some reason or another, Facebook doesn't allow us to send the StreamYard link to that. We can only send it to the Facebook his personal Facebook or my YouTube or his Twitch or his Twitter, it'll go to all those destinations too. So make sure you're on one of those avenues, preferably Twitch. That's the best place to go. You'll get everything you need there. There's other people having fun commenting. So join on Twitch. That's the best place for you. T.me forward slash Adam versus the man is where you can go to find all the links that we're going to be talking about in the show. You can also find links from yesterday's show and tomorrow's show, et cetera. You know the deal. You see how that works. So get yourself involved at t.me forward slash Adam versus the man. We have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Adam versus the man. You can sign up for one, five, 10, or even $50 a month. $10 a month will get you access to the private producers club, which is a fun group where we put the links together and decide what we're going to talk about on the show or Adam decides what he's going to talk about on the show rather. So definitely if you want to be a part of the creation of the show, join the Patreon, join the producers club, get involved. If you want to see what's going on with Adam's personal life up there in Gardenia, Instagram at the garden of freedom is where you can go to do that. All kinds of pictures and videos, great quality, really good artistic shots of life up there in Gardenia. So definitely give that a look and uh, visually stimulate your eyeballs. Next, we go to homefrontbattlebuddies.com, the best veterans nonprofit organization on the internet right now. We're getting them started with tax deductible donations. Every time anybody clicks this donate here button and goes through the paperwork, their, their donation is tax deductible. So that's very important, homefrontbattlebuddies.com. Next, we move on to thecrypto6.com, the Bitcoin church that was raided up in Keene, New Hampshire. This is the website. You can learn all about it. You can donate cryptocurrencies and you can write to Mr. Nobody who's still sitting in a cage through that top button right there. Definitely do that because you know if you were sitting in a cage for illegitimate reasons, you would appreciate somebody writing a letter to you. So take care of that, please. Next and lastly, gogreenenergyonline.com, the best website we send people to to learn more about these beautiful life-saving options here solar panels and micro wind energy, whatever suits your area, you should look into more and do it yourself. Get yourself off grid, self-sustained, even if you're in the city. Hope you enjoy the show, everybody. It's going to be a great one. Here comes the co-host. Love y'all. Hey, hey, speaking of which, StreamYard seems to have fixed something in their coding, Jim. I'm not getting, I don't know if you noticed this week, I just like, hey, Remember the thing that used to be a pain in the ass every show where, where the host had <laughs> and refresh because his screen would freeze? I think they fixed it. They, they, they listen. Um, StreamYard, I, I mean, I, I am endlessly, uh, you know, even for glitches like that, I want in case you know anybody from StreamYard is watching, I want to say, like, I'm with you 100%. You know, I'm going to complain about every little glitch so that you guys can keep getting better. And just know that I'm here and it's out of love and, and really – StreamYard, since since we discovered it, has been an amazing tool for us to be able to produce this show consistently, regardless of whatever main or main 
mainstream social media platforms where we're publishing, you know, whatever they have going on. Uh, banned on YouTube right now for a week. Uh, shadow banned on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, occasionally fully banned on Facebook. Like, I, fuck all that. You know, and I just, I, I'm glad that uh, we we have this. So to StreamYard, I'm, I'm happy to pay you guys, you know, a modest monthly fee. You guys do an amazing job. And uh, I, I am so grateful. Although I got to say, the next thing with this is that that's missing is, well, you, can't we just fucking get rid of all those corrupt anti-free speech platforms and just have one like is odyssey gonna take off already can we get like we're not we're, we're we need people to follow me on odyssey right yeah i know joey's working on it so we can still stream on odyssey but holy shit like uh odyssey might be the new yeah. well like, uh, that's another producer note actually as joey pointed out she kind of pointed out through comments yesterday good morning peter um the, the odyssey deal is in the the supporters' hands there's nothing left we can do. We need more traffic on Odyssey before Odyssey will allow us to stream live. So we need all of our people watching right now to go to Odyssey and like watch, look at the clips we have put up and yeah. give them interaction, give us more interaction on Odyssey and we can reach the next level. So that's Excellent. where that's at. StreamYard, yeah, what so you said, everything is awesome. I love that. StreamYard's so reachable. I'm glad they fixed your problem. They have a live Perfect. every Saturday and you can actually talk to the people that that talk to the people that do the coding. It's not like your email just gets lost in a in a in a yeah. abyss, you know, and you hope it gets answered. So wait, what Good stuff. an abyss, like a black box, like you mean like like screaming at a wall? Like you oh, like YouTube. You mean like YouTube. That's what you're oh, that's what you're comparing them to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's that's our actual producer notes. Jim, do you have uh, a link for Odyssey for us? Is this it's Odyssey, not like the word O D Y S E E. Okay. O D Y S E E is or shit, is it two S? <laughs> I hope not. That would be an, an unnecessary extra S. Jim, please tell me we have an Odyssey link you can put on the screen. I want to leave this up here for a little while. And uh please. It's it's kind of funny. And I don't I don't want to blame. Uh, oh, there it is. There it is. Oh, I did spell it right. O-D-Y-S-E-E -E slash at, wait, Adam Kokesh 2? We couldn't get Adam Kokesh on Odyssey? Am I, is that, am I reading that right? Or is that, is that like an extra thing in the, in the link? Look, Joey, <laughs> my CEO, what's going on? Uh, but I, I don't want to, you know, blame Odyssey uh, for this just funny quirk. It's like, well, what do I want to use it for? I want to use it for live streaming. Well, you can't live stream until you have followers. You have followers, but by posting content, why don't, so we have some content up there. I don't know what Joey's put up his teaser. Um, but I would, I would really love, you know, um, uh, okay. Uh, ghetto monk 33, Adam, they have a discord server in the mods. There may open up live streaming. If you ask, Oh, he's for Odyssey. No, no. So for the Odyssey, that's not really. We need fifty followers. Fifty. Can we by the end of the show? Can we get fifty people watching to find me on Odyssey? I mean, I get the link, whatever it is, in, in like an actual Jim Chiron, and we'll just like leave, we'll leave it up here for a while and say, oh yeah, go to Odyssey. I've uh, been working with them to merge and or delete a duplicate channel. Ugh. Okay. See, this is so. This is the problem, you know. Like, and I love 
I love what Odyssey represents, but they're they're not there yet. I mean, I would lo- like I'll tell you, and if, if anybody from the Odyssey team is listening, I don't know there are bigger forces at work here, and and there is a lot. I mean, if you're Facebook and you see you know blockchain social media coming up, you're going to be like, ah, yeah, we're going to we're going to sabotage that. We're going to so like it's it's tough to think that like I would, uh, but I I would love to delete my YouTube account. I would love to delete Instagram and uh and and uh and twitter i mean those are the big three that and i okay youtube facebook twitter instagram i guess there's a big four i hope i'm not like missing something because yeah i don't think of youtube i think of youtube more as like a video publishing rather than a social media site even though it is fully also a social media site uh obviously it's the video site uh but if if odyssey I mean, the thing is, it's it's tough because it's not it's it it might not be reliable until it reaches the the critical mass and uh, momentum, uh, you know, of, of Facebook a few years in, where they've got revenue and and a committed user base and and a, and a dedicated staff, and it's reliable, and they have the resources to maintain that reliability in the face of the challenges that they get from mainstream social media. But yeah, I mean, if 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 I I'm I'm waiting. I wait. I'm, come on, come on, blockchain community. We need blockchain social media to replace those those big four. Uh, and Steam it was an apparently corrupt attempt. There was there was kind of a big, long, drawn out pump and dump. Um, so I'm I'm very wary now of really jumping in to any new crypto backed or based social media. But I know it's the future, and I'm really enthusiastic about making that leap. And if I mean, you could have this all in one platform, but if you if you had, I, I mean, Twitter is Twitter is kind of unique as it, being the short form blog as the, the the public conversation of record, which is like you know blue check marks verified accounts. Why it's got the sort of political angle, why Trump was able to get huge money before getting banned. Uh, but even like I don't I don't trust Twitter. I don't. Maybe there's a blockchain social media website or a way to a way to program uh, a blockchain alternative to Twitter that would be Twitter plus it, not just it as a competitor to Twitter, but that you've got it as in whatever the new blockchain social media is with a protocol or an APK that allows you to port it. Like you could, it's also everything on twitter like it scrapes twitter and brings everything in from twitter as well or maybe just people you're following or somehow allows you to engage with twitter but also have an account that's not twitter and exists in in in, in a bigger space that doesn't have the censorship but really i mean if it was maybe a a a separate service or something or or within uh there would be a way to do it i you know and if, if there was an honest version of facebook i'd get off twitter and, and, and people go, oh, there is out of me. It's practical, reliable, and worth me investing in as a platform with my time and building. I mean, because that's it's not investing in the platform directly, but by building uh, another space for myself or another platform, uh, or trying to build up another account to a decent amount of followers and say this is this is my megaphone. You know, like that's. Do I want to invest in the platform that's not reliable, or if it's vulnerable? You know, and that's that. That's another that, like in 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 a sense, like I gotta say, like I, 
Like I'm, I'm, I'm done building on Facebook. Okay, enough about this shit. But if, if, if Odyssey becomes the one site that replaces YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and is is fully functional, secure, reliable, I will delete my other accounts to focus on Odyssey. And I, I would love it if that was the one place. I mean, I'm, I'm looking for a home. You know, like I'm, I feel like I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm censored or shadow banned on all these platforms. Uh, you know, we, 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 we've got, we've got the documents, you know, we've got the screenshots, we can prove it, we can show this, um, all, all the ways that we're censored. So even if there was an alternative to Twitter, but the thing is with Twitter, it's, it's got that moment, like part of the appeal of Twitter is that all the, statist idiots are on it and it's a way to reach out beyond your own echo chamber but maybe you know a better approach for for ad versus demand for the freedom movement in general strategically would be like let's have our presence our our homes <coughs> excuse me let's build our homes on the blockchain and then send raiding parties out to the old social media websites you know like we'll be the pirate republic over here <laughs> and we'll go and convert people and steal your followers from Twitter and, and move them, you know, on, onto another platform and have people like, uh, you know, putting our content out on those uh, platforms with the with, with no hope of like building channels, no hope of evading censorship. Just saying, all right, we're going to use this like we're, we're rating parties, social media rating parties going out to the old platforms. You know, like I'm gonna have, like if I if I if I focus on Odyssey and I'm doing video, my main destination is Odyssey. I mean, first of all, we get to upload all my old YouTube catalog, at least the highlights, onto Odyssey, and that's fun. Create a new archive there. Um, but like, I got a quarter million subs on YouTube, <laughs> which is like it's it's all the funnier that I'm banned, and even that when we're not banned, we go live on a channel with a quarter million subs on YouTube and get fifty viewers there. Okay, sure. Uh, this is this is why I love to quote Ernie Hancock, or was it Abraham Lincoln, who said, "Nothing on the internet is real." And with that, he's not real either. Let's get Ed Vallejo up here, being very unrealistic today, coming to you from the Lanai in the in Gardenia. Oh, 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 my puppies, my girls. Oh, no, no, no. You only have one puppy, okay? Velma has fallen in love with me, haven't you, baby? Oh, they're getting so big. We either, oh. we gotta get them fixed. We gotta get them fixed soon, or or have have litters with them. I've never had a litter of puppies, and these two girls. I, what I'd like to do, I'm gonna put this out as like a plea to the audience, real quick. So these two girls, I, they're 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 Brindle and Chocolate Brindle, and they are Sharpay rottweiler pitbull mixes they're beautiful dogs they're and so I, what, I, what i'd it's like to do awesome. for home front battle buddies is to have two litters of puppies there that we can give away as service animals to veterans and and, and and invite veterans to come out and just hey hang out and get to know the puppies and if you like one take one you know, I think that would be a really awesome adjunct service. And we, we combine it with the retreats with Home Front Battle Buddies. A lot of ways we can do this. So, I, I mean, we need a sire. And I'd like someone, uh, a male dog, 
um, who is short hair and maybe a little bit bigger than them, uh, maybe in the 100, 110 pound range. Um, these, these girls are going to be about 70 pounds. We should weigh them actually at this point now that they're four months and then you can, you can triple it and guess what their weight's going to be based on that. Is, is Louise up there with you too? You want to show Louise on camera? Uh, Louise is behind me. Hold on a second here. <laughs> I just, I just happened to have my Hewlett Packard high definition camera hey. online now. Oh, oh, and there's Louise. So that's Thelma in front, the uh, the traditional brindle, and oh my gosh, Louise's stripes, the chocolate brindle. That's that's a rare look, that chocolate brindle, the one lying down. That's Louise. Uh, not the best of shots, but man, she is gorgeous, and uh, it would be great to have. I think I think the healthiest way, you know, for dogs in situations. There she is. Look at those pretty eyes, and she's got that red nosed pit bull nose and and lips and eye eye. Uh, eyelid colors she's just gorgeous so uh i think the, i think the healthiest way to have have puppy oh and there's marilyn princess marilyn or wiener lab she's already fixed uh but the sorry fellas it's like she's taken uh but the the other two there i think i think in this situation the healthiest way because i don't want to turn them into you know uh you know puppy mill mothers um but to do one litter when they're uh, basically as young as is you know healthy, and and then get them fixed, and uh, the the bloodline carries on. So if, if anybody's interested in helping out or donating to support that, of course, uh, homefrontbattlebuddies.com. Uh, you can email me Adam at the if you have uh, a male dog you, you'd like to. Uh, I mean, this is a basic deal. We we can pay you for your time and your services, or you get one of the puppies out of the litters, you know, something like that. Um, but yeah, Adam at the freedomline.com. There's my email. Ed, any, any thoughts on that or what's happening Gardenia or with home from battle buddies? Well, the puppy idea is really good, but it, when it comes to, to husbandry, animal husbandry, which I do a lot of and I'm doing currently, <laughs> uh, when it comes to pets, People go and, oh, I like this or I like that, and they choose an animal, and then they have, a lot of times, they'll have problems with it because it's it's not the same as when an animal chooses you, okay, with, with cats. I had lots, lots and lots of cats, helped cats, rescued cats, a lot of cats, but one cat out of all those cats chose me. Yeah, and it chose me as its human, and that's my cat. Lucky, lucky the the shop cat. He showed up in my shop one day, and uh, stayed for two years. Wintered out there and everything, and brought him in the house. And he's just, he's been my companion ever since. And it's, I can see when an animal chooses a human, it's a different type of relationship. It's the kind of relationship you really want. So if we get, yeah. if we get the the pups to have litters, for Homefront Battle Buddies, of which I am the the vice chairman of the board of directors, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we have the puppies here. We have people come through for Homefront Battle Buddies, but it's not like you like this dog, so you take this dog. I think it's more like what if a dog takes to a human, takes yeah. to one of our Homefront Battle Buddies, and follows yeah. it around, and you know attaches itself onto one of the buddies. That's the pair we want. That, then then we say, oh, you know that, yeah, Jim says Falcor chose him. 
which means it's a very special relationship. Oh, that's a great dog, man. It didn't like yeah. me to start with. It had nothing to do with me and everything. But after it, me interacting with Jim a few times, it come to like seeing me because Jim likes seeing me. And it's yeah. it's Jim's buddy. So any buddy of Jim's is a buddy of Falcor's, you know. So yeah. it's, it's, it's like that, you know. So uh, Joey Lee says, that is animal prostitution. Okay, <laughs> that is angry. Oh no! <laughs> uh, uh, glad we got Joey on the comments today too. Keeping him coming. Ed gets no. I put that up there. <laughs> I did that, man. I'm watching the comments of you and doing the show. I got the dogs behind me. I can hear the kitties in the background. Mew, mew, mew. You know, I had to relocate them from the cabin to the safety trailer. So I could keep an eye on them and monitor them, and and, and they they poop everywhere. Okay, <laughs> if I left, if you don't, if I left them in there for three weeks, okay, you'd have been skating inside there because yes. they poop they poop wherever they go. You know, doesn't matter. I took them into the into the trailer, and I litter box trained them. Okay, oh, now they aren't a hundred percent, but. When they gotta go, man, they'll jump down, run over, and get into the box and scratch, and and, and it's just just cuter than shit to see, you know, newborns do this. Okay, the well, food. I, I hate to break it to you, but four out of those five gray ones are uh, gonna be finding new homes here as soon as they're as soon as they're trained how to eat scorpions in the wild, uh, because we've got we've got two that are going to a community garden in California. In, okay. uh, in Riverside, and then we've got two that are going to uh, to the family we got Thelma and Louise from, as their uh, their homestead uh, critter control cats. Okay. So, but the others, how many? Do, I'm like, I have to stop and well, think. Wait, how many do? How many cats do we have? We have. Well, is, has, did Alex run away? Is is Mama Alex gone? Yes. I haven't seen that cat in a while, and we got to talk about the animals when you get back, okay? Yeah, well, we need, we, need to get the, we need to get we need to get the dog fencing up, and and have a little more critter control on the property because one of the things about having feral, I mean, the reason we have cats is because Mama Cat wandered onto our property pregnant. If we had the fence up, we wouldn't have cats right now. But now that we have enough cats, like let's let's put the fence up and protect them from coyotes. And who knows? Who knows what else? Um, but yeah, we've and, and these cats out here in this in this feral community, um, like we know our neighbors have a cloud of feral cats. We want to fence them in, get the ladies all fixed at least for for population management control. I, yeah. I think we'll keep having like one litter of cats, you know, every six months maybe as as they grow and you have one female carrying on the line and, and then, then get them fixed. Um, but yeah, we, we might, cats can make very good service animals, maybe not service, but emotional support animals. And, and, and I think for, for a lot of guys, you know, veterans or gals or, or just people who are struggling, especially right now with isolation, when you're, when uh, the uh, humans in the world are going crazy, I've never had a, a, a cat, Asked me to put a mask on or get a vaccine, just by contrast. You know, that's why one of the one more reason animals are way better than people. Uh, but I, if you're if you're alone, 
I mean, and I'm I'm more of a dog person than a cat person. I love my cats. I love my shoulder-mounted assault cat. Shadow is the one that chose me. Shadow, the black cat. That guy's oh, he's something special. Uh, more personality than all fifteen other cats there combined. Uh, no, Shadow is a special special cat. He's like a human trapped in a cat's body. Um, but. Uh, if you were, if I was alone and I like, if I had to go to outer space and I couldn't take a dog, but I could take a cat, I would take a cat. You know, like I, I would not want to be. I mean, that's a weird example. Like if I was in a jail cell, you know, and jail cells are a better environment for a cat than a dog to be stuck in anyway, right? But uh, if if I if I had to have, uh, if if I could if I could only have a cat, I would still have a cat for the companionship value. And I think for a lot of people, when they're isolated right now, having and it, it's not like it's not oh I'm a, I'm somehow emotionally crippled and I need another I need an animal around because I don't have good people relationships. No, it's the the presence of another consciousness that that, that that is capable of interacting with you that 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 can, can give value to you can take value from you. Let's go deeper than that for their life as a caretaking exercise for you to be out of your head. The one of the traps of the human mind, it's easy to get sucked in and having an animal there, having that companionship, whether, I mean, if it's another human being, that's usually better. But if you can't, if you can't find a decent human being and they're, they're pretty hard to find these days, having an animal there, whether it's a cat or a dog or even a goldfish can, can really, be a, a, an important thing for maintaining optimal mental health. You want to read Elizabeth's co comment here? Elizabeth says a healthy cat colony is very beneficial. They keep pests away and also competing unfixed cat colonies. And then she says TNR is really important. Now what she's referring to is the trap neuter return program yeah. That is available yes. in many, many communities. I've used it many times. I've rescued many cats where you get a hold of them. They'll come out. They'll set up the trap. They'll trap the cat. They'll take the cat in the trap. They'll fix the cat. They'll bring it back, and they'll release it where they caught it fixed. And it, it used to be that they would tip one of the ears, take a little bit of the tip of the ear off just to show that the cat had been fixed. But the last round of kittens that I took in, they don't do that anymore because they can. They figure it's a disfigurement. They put a blue tattooed line on their belly so that when they go to do the operation, they'll see the blue tattooed line and say, oh, it's already been done. Yeah. So yeah. TNR is very important. And what's really important is it's free. But the people that do the TNR programs are doing it out of their pockets. So if you use TNR and somebody comes and traps an animal and brings it back for you, please give them a gratuity and make it as, yeah. as, as yeah. beneficial as you possibly can because the more that you give to them, the yeah. more animals that they can fix, the less feral cats that we have in the world that it is. Wait, Ed, are you saying that we can't rely on government for, for things like this? Because you know, I pay taxes. That doesn't cover this. Are you saying that government is ineffective and, and we have to engage with private charity as well? Well, Joey Ray says to get a monk, or Chris, did, did you see how Mama Muffin came and got the kitten away from the fed as if she knew those a-holes shoot animals all the time? Hey, you know, 
that's one of the things I really love about you, Joey. I know you're out there listening. I know you're with us. You're behind us. You're 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 supporting the show. You're supporting Adam. God bless you. It's one of the things is when I met this lady, and I say lady, and I mean it. When I met this lady, I met a dog, and I look at the dog, and it's got a collar on it that says, uh, please don't call the police because they shoot animals. Call my mommy. You know? Really cool. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, Ed, now that we're 40 minutes into the show, do we have a comment contest? Well, you know, it, it was 8.30 before you got to your co-host, so, you know... <laughs> what can I say? It's your show, buddy. All right. Comment contest for days. I have talked to a lot of people out there, and we're, we're, there's a lot of things bouncing around, okay? It's been a while since we had the last false flag, okay? We know there's another round coming because with the the information, like the information on the stuff in, in Arizona and Maricopa and the voting and all that stuff, it went viral to the other states, and it's working its way out there to where they could actually get to a goalpost, as usual, but by that time, they'll have moved the goalposts again by probably a false flag. So what do you think out there is the next false flag that they're going to use to maintain their illegitimate hold on authority? Okay? Lambda. No, Lambda. Wait, well, what comes after Lambda? How about Zeta? Okay? Zeta is the last one. No, Zeta's the last one. You're, you're talking about the Greek alphabet, sir. Okay? And Zeta's the last one. Way, you know, it's so back in the 2000s. Beta, they started with H1N1. They, remember H1N1? It's up to H5N8. Does that tell you anything of how, how many evolutions of this thing? They keep going and going until, boom, they're going to hit a jackpot where it affects everybody and... 90% of the people that they want to die, dies. And then they'll use the rest of all of everything, their resources and the money and everything to work on the last 10%. <laughs> I love this. The tune games. We mentioned this before. Aliens will be the next false flag, maybe. And we've, we've talked about this. is why you know we cover UFO stuff with, with Good News Fridays. By the way, tomorrow, Good News Friday is going to be a fun show. But with the recent releases... Of, of the UFO documents, I mean, if there is a bigger nefarious purpose behind that and the creation of Space Force, because we need, we, it's not just enough to have government in space, we have to have the military in space. Uh, that sounds like it's setting us up for an alien false flag, and that sounds fucking crazy even to me. But considering how much government lies to us and what they've done in the past, it really is not. I mean, it, you, you might examine this and determine that it's extremely unlikely uh, or that it is somehow far fetched. But that they would say we, we need and it might not even be a false flag. It might be with aliens. They can make it like a shadow of a false flag and use that as an excuse to fund Space Force and bring a ton of money you know, into that. Uh, but it could be as simple as, well, we got this radio wave from outer space and it's aliens saying they're going to come here. And if we don't give them $1 trillion, they're going to, they're going to blow us up and put us in torture camps and, and then, and then put us in labor camps. And, and you know, I, I... If memory serves me correct. Now you people out there that 
in the audience that have available to your keyboards and searches and all that. If memory serves me correct, Operation Moonbeam, which was never executed, was supposedly an operation where holograms or holographic images would be used to create an alien invasion from which the authorities could save us from it. Right. I mean, it's, it's not that, like, given where we are right now, <clears throat> it's not far-fetched to think that the government would create some kind of alien false flag. I don't think that's the most likely. I think it's more like, oh, another another COVID, another viral, another biohazard, you know, another something like that, another variant of, of COVID. Anal probes will really be justified afterward. <laughs> oh, geez. You know, you've got aliens coming down for anal probes. And so in order to protect you from the government or from the alien anal probes, you just have to accept this government anal probe. But it's it's temporary. It's only it's only for uh, for 14 days, two weeks, to, uh, two weeks to plan the alien invasion. And, and then we're going to take this thing out of your butt and, and, and everything will be fine. Just a tip. Okay. Just a tip. Right. Well, no, <laughs> it's just, well so it's two shots. Uh, you know, and you have to get them, you have to get one tip and then you have to get another tip 30 days later, but then you will have to get an annual booster tip, but then you'll, you, instead of get, but then you'll have to get an, a monthly booster tip, but, but there will be an alternative to just have a, a continuous plug inserted and then you can just, you know, remain submissive is, is you know, yeah. And said plug will mean. be part of the internet of things, of course. <laughs> Jim's comment here raises another scary possibility. Maybe they made a deal with the alien governments and the alien attack will be real. All right. Yeah. Now, there are different levels of knowledge in the world, are there not? Yeah, I okay, so I of of the you know issue of aliens, uh I mean if if the universe is infinite. There have to be aliens, like it's almost as a statistical certainty, right? At some point, if there are more galaxies and more planets and more multiverses and dimensions and blah, but whatever it is, even if there's one dimension and um, is that the name of a band? If there's just uh, a boy band, right? One dimension, something like that. But if, if the universe is, is even just of, of, of one universe, but it's infinite and, and ever expanding, statistically, if we exist... It, it, do we exist? I don't know. Um, well, let's ask government because they're the authorities. Uh, but if, if we exist and the universe is infinite, it's like a statistical certainty that eventually you will find another intelligent form of alien life. Um, I'm, I'm inclined to believe that we might never see each other, that there's we are such a statistical anomaly in the existence of the universe that we might be so far apart that we might come and go in, in existence and, and never touch, so to speak. But I, I also am inclined to believe that if an alien species gets to the point of, of interplanetary travel to be able to find another life form, because it really has to be, you know, at least inter-solar system, or intergalactic, perhaps, that you would have that kind of travel, that they would be enlightened enough to deal with us in a way 
that we would describe as as superhuman or superhuman and that they're they're capable of actually living by the non-aggression principle that they're that they're going to meet us now i mean they, they, there's this specter that like aliens are going to come and harvest us like for fucking what like entertainment you know like is there any anything else that that we would be of use to an alien society food no they've got that figured out before interstellar travel if energy no they've got that figured out like there's there's for space for financial resources like pleasure no huh pleasure pleasure it would, it would have to be for pleasure or entertainment or something like that in which case hey uh i'll i'll dance i'll, I'll be your dancing monkey don't kill me uh they gotta get that on the record Ed, let's do some headlines. Uh, keep the comments coming. We'll get to our guests in about uh, 10 minutes here. I really have to cover some headlines. Wall Street Journal. Inflation. Oh, shit. I got I to gotta take my COVID vitamins first. Oh, this. Gosh. Every day. Uh, all right. So the serious news now. And there's so much. We gotta catch we gotta really be catching up this week being responsible. Wall Street Journal. Sounds responsible, doesn't it? <coughs> Excuse me. Inflation pushes consumer goods giant Unilever to accelerate price increases. Warning for maker of Dove soap and Ben and Jerry's ice cream follows similar moves by Procter and Gamble and General Mills. And it's interesting to see this following the Ben and Jerry's kerfuffle with the state of Israel, um, seemingly a, an independent company making that choice. But no, it's a subsidiary of Unilever at this point uh, and, and is apparently a, a allowed to maintain sort of autonomy as a brand to maintain its liberal, compassionate veneer as being involved with liberal causes and whatnot. And I got I to say, the Ben and Jerry's, at least compared to other corporations, has made some meaningful stances over the years. And this is one of them where they say, you know what, we're not going to distribute in Israel-occupied territories. You're going to make something a war zone, you don't get to eat our ice cream. Tough shit. I, I, that's a great stand. But more importantly to this, uh, this issue of inflation, as it affects you as consumers, the maker of Dove Soap and Hellman's Mayonnaise warned of accelerating price increases across a range of products as it seeks to counter cost inflation across its business. Unilever PLC said Thursday that it was grappling with higher costs for ingredients, packaging, and transportation, which would likely lower its full-year profitability, a warning that sent shares down 5% in early trading. The London-listed consumer goods giant said it would step up price increases across the world, having already raised prices 1.6% in the second quarter. CFO Graham uh, Pitkithley told reporters, we are going to have to take a little higher levels of price increase. Inflation has continued to pick up pace, rising at the fastest pace in 13 years in the United States last month. As the recovery from the pandemic gained steam and consumer demand, drove up prices of everything from autos to clothes and restaurant meals. Other packaged food manufacturers, including Procter & Gamble Company and General Mills Incorporated, have also warned of rising prices this year. Uh, Unilever reported a 5.4% rise in first half underlying growth sales, uh, equivalent uh, that were they reported in euros, of course, 25.8 billion euros, 
30.4 billion US dollars. It attributed 4% of that growth to higher sales volume with 1.3% coming from higher prices. Net profit still fell 5%. Now the thing about the higher prices here is that, that this is a lagging indicator, right? The indicators of inflation, that is that your dollar is worth less, are the, the more commodity-based things that are, are immediately responsive to the, uh, the relative purchasing power of the dollar. So when they say transportation costs go up, supply costs go up, what's interesting about that is, yeah, that's, that's fueled by gas prices going up. So just know that when you see higher prices at the pump, it's not just you, the driver, the individual consumer who's suffering from this inflationary effect. It ends up being everything downstream from that logistically that you are going to end up paying for later. So inflation is needs to be understood not as this singular effect like, hey, we turned down the volume or we turned, we turned up the volume of the dollars in circulation, so their value went down. It doesn't work like that because it doesn't just reduce the, the purchasing power across the board. The money flows in a certain way. It goes from the sources, from the banks, from the government to specific industries. And in this case, part of what's interesting about this period inflation of inflation, which does lead me to believe this, you know, I, I, I'm not a doomsdayer, like, oh, the dollar's about to crash. But uh, this one's probably different. And a big part of that is that the amount of dollars out there chasing goods and services at the consumer level, not just at the industrial level, not just at the corporate level, not just the employment level, is, is going up a lot because of the handouts, because of all of the subsidies, the welfare, the perks, all, all the bonuses, all the money going out from government directly into the hands of consumers, the uh, stimulus checks under uh, the what the 1.9 trillion bill that uh, that Biden got passed earlier this year. Those are going to in affect inflation in some other disproportionate ways. What what what's really disappointing about this, and this again gets to the sickness uh, of the American economy right now under COVID, is that they had a rise in sales with Unilever. What does that mean? Not Americans suddenly started eating more food. It's that this corporate giant got bigger and got to have a bigger share, a bigger piece of the pie. Why? Restaurants forced out of business. People going out to eat less. Now, instead of eating in a conscientious way with community, with supporting local businesses, they're going to the grocery store, they're putting on their masks. And they're taking their food home and eating it that way. And so is, is this a better thing? Like overall, um, you know, I'm not going to try to argue the dynamics of how Americans consume food. But clearly right now, this is a very negative effect. 13 years ago is when the housing bubble burst. Joey Lee adds in on Twitch here. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it, it's interesting, interesting to watch and compare with this sense of recent history. Devin Keller on Facebook. I miss you, Adam Kokesh. I'm right here. I don't get it. <clears throat> so I, I really got to get through some more headlines and stop geeking out on all this economic stuff. We have these like COVID related headlines. First, pandemic grips Britain as fears of food shortages grow. What is this pandemic? Uh, record numbers of people were pinged 
by the NHS, I believe that's the National Health Service in Britain, COVID-19, NHS COVID-19 contact tracing app asking them to isolate. British minister, British minister were concerned about pandemic. Food supplies could fail, meat industry says. Iceland closes some stores due to staff shortages. Sainsbury says customers may not get exact product they want. BP says some sites temporarily closed due to lack of fuel. And of course, all this touches on the employment crisis that is still with us. Remember, this wasn't a pandemic-induced crisis. This was a government-induced forced unemployment crisis that is fueling, that was the foundation for this whole scam that obviously is making the rich richer at the expense of the rest of us. I mean, that is really indisputable when you look at the numbers, you look at how much money is going into the hands of the rich. So now we see this in the United in, in well, in Britain, in the United States, and in first world countries. I, I, I again, I'm not going to be a doomsayer here because their goal is not to kill everybody. All right, unless you're one of those, you know, you, and, and there's credibility. Yeah, there's certain there are enough people out there who want you know they made big players, uh, super class billionaires types who are uh, in favor of eugenics and population control, and it could be that. But even that, they don't want kill like they don't want to cause a revolution they don't want to cause a revolt they want to manage this they want to manage your exploitation if anything they go like well we could kill a bunch of people do we do it with a war where it's big brutal and painful and crazy or do we do we, we, do we put them to bed slowly and humanely wall street journal another economic indicator here the shortage of starter homes extends beyond major cities supply of entry-level housing in the u.s is near a five Decade low, according to research by Freddie Mac. For first-time buyers looking for starter homes, excuse me, in this year's hot housing market, a decades-long trend could further delay this long-awaited money milestone. All right, excuse me. I mean, I could I could geek out on housing market analysis for uh, for hours, but we're going to keep moving. Vice.com. This gym is banning people who have been vaccinated against COVID. That's right. Fearless Boxing Club claims it doesn't want members who receive the experimental COVID vaccine. Despite its bold name, there's one thing the founders of Toronto's Fearless Boxing Club seem to be scared of, vaccinated people. Yeah, of course, Vice is going to make fun of them. The thing is, well, you want to use this fear analysis? Fuck you. This is really bullshit emotional manipulation because you could just as well say, no, the people who are frightened by the propaganda into letting them put an experimental vaccine in their bodies, we don't want to be infected with your fear. So we're get the fuck out of our boxing club. According to an Instagram post, the gym's vaccine policy states that people who have received the experimental COVID vaccine will no longer be accepted as members. The policy states the gym's current members includes doctors, nurses, teachers, parents, and youth who feel safer, waiting until more research is done on the side effects being discovered right now. All of the COVID-19 vaccines being used in Canada were approved by Health Canada and subject to large clinical trials that show their safety and efficacy. <laughs> oh, yes, because you can totally trust the Canadian government. They're not at all like the American government. According to the City of Toronto, the vaccines met the same safety and quality standards required for all vaccines. No steps were skipped in the approval process. This from the governments that keep life-saving drugs away from people on their deathbeds from AIDS and HIV because, oh, it hasn't gone through the full approval process yet. Yes, we're going to trust you now. 
According to blog TO, Fearless Studios was founded by professional boxer Muhammad Aberdeen, Aberdeen and professional dancer Crystal Glazier Roscoe. Its Instagram bio states that the business was built in the lockdown, opened in the lockdown, and we're not going anywhere. Its Instagram page, which has around 2,500 followers, also includes a section called COVID Bull, seemingly complaining about masks, masks and lockdowns. Seemingly complaining. Fuck you, Vice. Vice.com. Boot-looking propagandists, really. Recent Instagram stories of Camp Freedom show clips of mostly unmasked children inside boxing and playing. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Reached by Vice New World News Wednesday morning, Abedin said he couldn't do an interview because he was really slammed right now. Yeah, I wouldn't make talking to you guys a priority either. I mean, I've, I'm never too slammed to talk to anybody. That's my job. I don't run a boxing business where I have to worry about the health of, of my members. But wow. Uh, a few months ago, Fearless posted on Instagram that doing what's right isn't always easy alongside a photo of headlines denouncing Muhammad Ali for draft evasion during the Vietnam War. The photo stated that the gym has received hundreds of messages of support. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, there are gyms all over the country, all over the world. This is Canada in different ways standing up as we've covered, especially with the gym in New Jersey that did it in some really beautiful ways with civil disobedience. And I, as I celebrate most anytime fitnesses uh, for being real about this stuff, couple quick last, uh, oh, sorry, three more. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, Bethany. Bethany is backstage. We have four more quick COVID related head headlines before we get to our guest. And, and I'm going to get really stoned with Bethany. Uh, Infowars.com. YouTube deletes 15 videos from Brazilian President Bolsonaro's channel for COVID misinformation. Really? Really? Yeah, you just, it's, this is something else. Google owned YouTube is once again flexing more than world, more power than world leaders by deleting 15 videos from Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro's channel over claims of COVID misinformation. Oh, really? Not allowed to. I mean, this is just. It, I know they're going to get away with this for a while, but at some point, this censorship racket has to fall apart. It's just not. I mean, it's uh, snake eating its own tail, but it's just not credible anymore when you're like, well, even though you say you, YouTube, are now somehow COVID science authorities. We are not allowed to question you and you could never get it wrong. And I don't have the, mm, yeah, I, 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 I would like to think YouTube is, is committing suicide with, with this level of censorship, but at, at least YouTube will always be, uh, it will always be where I met you. It, YouTube will always be where, uh, we'll always have YouTube. <laughs> Remember YouTube? Remember when YouTube was a free speech platform and people who cared about the truth and questioned authority could use it to connect in powerful ways to share important messages? Uh, I, re I remember that, YouTube. All right. Uh, but no, it, it, it might always be the, you, the, the internet archive for how-to videos and handyman fix it how to stuff that's practical they can't argue with and i mean what they don't realize that that that, that even 
trying to be that and maintaining this level of censorship is not really tenable for the long term. I don't know if anybody at YouTube is listening. Probably not. Consequence.net, Consequence Sound. We, we have a little update on your, your pussy rock thing that you do in America with the, uh, who, who are they again? The, the Foo Fighters, yes. The kings of pussy rock and selling out and, and, and corporate chivalry. Is that is this this is the, the defining components of, of Pussy Rock. Foo Fighters reschedule LA show following positive COVID-19 tests. The Rockers were scheduled to per perform at the forum on July 17th. And these are the assholes who have been doing uh vaccinated only shows. And they, this is this is they they have this is the quote from the band's announcement on Instagram. Despite having made every effort to follow CDC COVID protocols and local laws, there's been a confirmed COVID case within the Foo Fighters organization. So not the band, the organization, right? Out of an abundance of caution and concern for the safety of the band, crew, and most of all the fans, Saturday's show at the Los Angeles Forum is being postponed to a later date. The new date will be announced shortly. Tickets for the July 17th date will be honored for the new date. Uh, they didn't say who tested positive, um, but yeah, this is uh, great. I told you so. Doing it for their safety. Fuck those lames. <laughs> Thank you, West Coast Cherry on, on Twitch. Yeah, why do you hate the Foo Fighters? How's that for a comment contest? Uh, uh, so many reasons. NBCnews.com White House boosts funding for COVID tests as infections continue to serve, surge. Isn't this funny how it works? The more you get out and get tested, the more you have positive tests. You just keep testing, and eventually everybody gets hit with a false positive. We covered earlier on in this that some of these tests they're using, and I don't care enough to follow the minutiae. If someone wants to write up or show me some update, I'd love to show it on the show. But they were using tests with one-third false positive rates to justify the COVID lockdowns. And then they're saying, well, you can get COVID and get over it and get it again. Well, sure you can. If you have tests that have one-third false positive rate, <laughs> you're going to have a lot of false positive, legit negative, false positive. Oh, my God, they got COVID twice. Uh, France 24, and this is um, – actually, this is – no, that was it. That was it. We had uh, – we have we, – we, we have – uh, Olympics updates. We have porn star conservative Brandy Love kicked out of CPAC updates. We've got some updates on China and economics, buying American farms um, and the size of the prison camps there. But with that, I apologize to Bethany. I'm not going to keep you waiting any longer. It's Thursday. I'm sorry, dear. We have so many headlines to catch up on today. With that, our guest today is Bethany Hill. Cannabis refugee, patient advocate, former advisory board member of We Are the 74 nonprofit, also former guest, uh, appeared for the second <laughs> time with Adam versus the man, ambassador to the National Women's Cam Cannabis Chamber of Com Commerce. She's launching a podcast called Fourth and 22nd with Marcus Dupree. Uh, and also August 1st, in a week here, Mississippi <laughs> Cannabis News Network. Now, Bethany. We had you on last time to get into all of this. We've had some very weird drama going on with We Are the 74. You know I love you. You know I support the cause yes. and the organization here. 
And in, in order to be to, to maintain my integrity with my audience and in, in, in saying that, hey, we're going to try to get to the bottom of this. You know, I have to be critical of you here and we have to Absolutely. examine your role in this as well. And, and I think, you know, part of uh, the testament to, to your integrity is facing up to your missteps. And there have been some in, in the couple of weeks since uh, our interview. But when I get censored, because I got censored in all of this in the sense that uh, Donnie Collins apparently took our interview off of the, the We Are the 74 Facebook page. You yeah. got control of the Facebook page. Donnie was able to use that to raise some very legitimate criticisms so, of you. <laughs> so actually, um, so um, technically I resigned in protest of some actions that had been um, taken um, that I did not agree with nor support. Mm -hmm. um, technically in this process, um, our director stripped my board rights in the middle of the night by blocking me um, from being an admin on our page. Um, he deleted all of my content. Um, his reasoning, um, I started to question in our group. Um, Hold on, I'm gonna, Bethany, I'm gonna ask you to name names yep. as you're doing this. this of course, yeah, so our executive yeah. director is Donnie Collins, the, the man you mentioned. Um, so um, I had been on two podcasts on Friday, of course yours, talking about the 74, and also um, my show with Marcus Dupree, 4th and 22. And um, there was another cannabis activist on the latter podcast, 4th and 22. Um, so the story, um, actually over the weekend unfolded to quite an extensive, um, unveiling of some truths. Um, actually the board and I had to come back together and, and kind of fight together behind the scenes. That's why everything was kind of quiet from the board. Um, because as evidence was presented, I was not the only board member to quit in protest. Um, there were, uh, ultimately, I believe, uh, four of us that ended up saying that, we could not condone this behavior and that we needed to take action, um, that we had these people's not only love and trust, but we had been working countless hours for these people for the last two months straight. And we have done everything that we can, given up time with our family and children. Um, and it turns out um, we had kind of been being um, manipulated um, and uh, we all found let's, this out together. Betty, 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 let me let me let me interject yeah. with one point, and then and maybe get back to the clarifying question here first. Um, I we haven't had anybody else on. <clears throat> we are the seventy four. Uh, on and they this are show. all willing to come on too. By the yeah. way, great. So we've in, we've invited <laughs> all Donnie, together, and he's been shady about this. And, I think the town and, last night there was a post on um, some backup page to seventy four. Um, Y'all, if y'all have been watching this unfold online, y'all have seen the chaos and the destruction. Uh, literally, he posted our president, our current president, had to address last night. Um, he said he was going to burn the organization to the ground. Uh, and that's a, a, from his own text. Um, so it actually is going to get um, way worse um, given mm. his actions. And the board had to come together. We have a legal obligation to come together to protect this organization. Yeah. But not only that, we this is our blood, sweat and tears. And okay, we are not going to stand by and let some man destroy that. Yeah. So let me let me just say here. Mm -hmm. Let me finish this point. I would I I I have no reason to mistrust you. Um, Donnie has given us reason to mistrust him, but it's not decisive. This is not no. the absolute 
you know, a conclusive due process investigation. And I'm not pretending that it is. If Donnie no, ever no, wants no. to come on and prove us wrong, he's he's welcome to come back on. We would, as a matter of giving him the, the fair chance of due process, have to say, Donnie, you're still welcome on the show at any time. And 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 to back up Beth here as well, uh, Bethany, if if you know I, any of your board, I, you know that if you're if you're bullshitting right now, your board members they're going to come on yeah. and they're going to contact me and they are going to they're yes. going to. I tried to get them on. Gonna, actually, so, this show we just did not have time. We actually well, uh, zoomed for two hours. So I want to get to this because I I think that all of this fuckery and drama, one way or another is is happening because mississippi is a critical battleground in the drug war for cannabis and what that means for the united states and the global drug war right now if it wasn't that potential linchpin that that, that could be pulled to, to make the whole bullshit racket fall apart i don't think this energy would be there i want to have you on you know or, or i we should have a rotating cast of oh, people yeah. with 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 the whatever the and I don't know if you're rebranding or if there's different names or whatever. To have We're gonna someone, ask the members. Yes, let's have someone on from the Mississippi cannabis effort every week until yeah. this issue is resolved. I want to make that yes. commitment to Adam versus the man. I think that's an easy one. <laughs> I've and, got and great so people for you. There's so many amazing activists yes. here. Powerful stories of, of cannabis refugees like yours, like we covered last time. So I, I want to get you. back to you though with, with, with that being said, mm -hmm. so we are, we are, we are accepting that level of scrutiny and that humility in our judgments and that, that our position towards Donnie is still one of love and respect for him as a human being, even if the worst possible things about him are true in this, and that we still reserve the benefit of the doubt for him, and that this could be personal issues. It could be that he's it's it's not it's not sort of deliberate and malicious enough yet, from what I understand, that we could rule out someone's got him on some bad medication. You know that it it could be in that, and, and and someone is whispering in his ear, or or he's being threatened. Or something yes, like that. But exactly. regardless, all of this is all the more reason to support the efforts of cannabis legalization in Mississippi. And and I I, I think in the handful of other similar prohibition states that are left, but specifically in Mississippi, because you have the Prop 65, we are the 74 denial of the will of the people story behind you. I think that makes you a very, very important case right now. So to uh, where this is, I, I want to, I mean, I want to ask where this is going and, and what you think is really going on, but I'm trying to think which is more important first. So let, let's start with what has happened. And I want you to, to I want to remind you to, to be humble in your accusations here, yeah. you know, but what do you think has happened? And of course, I would never say anything uh, publicly that I couldn't prove with a message and or any kind of evidence, by the way. Um, I, I definitely believe in integrity. Um, I also don't believe in calling anything out about this man prior to two months ago when I met him for We Are the 74 and we built this organization together. Um, whatever drama may have came out to the public, um, I believe in full transparency and honesty, um, always. 
about everything. Our finances, I wanted reports published for our finances for the organization. Uh, the board members that are here now were with me on that. So we really are just going to take over and do the right things and fix the problems that we were kind of left with. Um, but it became a time over the weekend in the last few days of we've given so much to this fight and these patients need us and we've devoted our lives to doing this. Are we willing to let one bad situation determine how we fight for the rest of Mississippi? And we said, no, no matter we were prepared as a group to have things happen to us. We were willing to make that sacrifice for the greater good. Mississippi is the sickest state. When you talk about the drug war, the sickest state definitely has big pharma in it. And we are definitely a pillar of uh, their finances, uh, as well as um, there's issues with, you know, cartels and different things like that, that are not, these things are not secret. <laughs> um, so any, anyone who was willing to go out publicly on the board, um, you know, kudos well, to them. Because thing, Hold on. Be before you, before you get into that, I, I want to, I do want to invite you to speculate a little bit here. And, 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 and I don't like to do you, that. You know, I but, like but, to be but, factual. With, 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 well, well, you can be factual and say these facts lead me to suspect. Okay. And and, and that's to me, that's the humility. It's not oh, they let yeah. me to conclude with certainty, but these facts, these observations give me this hunch. Because the timing of this. Is, is is extremely suspect. It, oh, this, yes. this all comes at a time when, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but you were really gaining momentum, partnered oh, yes, with sir. the Libertarian Party to to some degree. At least you knew that you had Vicki Rose, LP State Fair, fully behind you, uh, organizationally behind you. You had people coming in, uh, making this truly a unity uh, ideologically unifying uh, kind of uh, coalition you were building with, with outreach and then, and the, and you were pressing the legal battle with and, and and forgive me for forgetting the details of this whether it's it's stated or, or this the attorney general supreme court but pushing for the referendum to be respected gathering the funds to mount the appropriate legal battles and and it was looking i mean very optimistic like you had a low-hanging fruit victory where you were going to get to smack down the state for denying the will of the people within the next few months yeah and then and this happens am i right well, actually yesterday right? was a really big day in mississippi um so there was a senate meeting i was supposed to attend yesterday um and then i was actually supposed to speak for ballot initiative 77 supporters on the capitol steps uh and then um you know there were a couple of other there were a couple of other meetings that were happening as well so um actually um Big things are happening uh, about the the actual cannabis movement. We so many things to be excited about, um, and unfortunately, we had an obligation to take care of some things these last few days. But um, unfortunately, I couldn't go. I had to forego my speech and uh, my meetings yesterday to deal with some issues that had arose from these situations. Um, it's a four hour drive to Jackson for me and four hours back, so I had to leave by six a.m. to make it. Um, it wasn't going to happen. 
But luckily, um, DeAndrea was still able to keep her speaking slot. Um, and she was able to speak. Um, so many people from our group, um, members of MCNN, were actually there to speak with some of the senators and greet them afterward, as well as um, doing it with the We Are the 74 board members that have came back on board now that we've removed the problem. Um, so they were all there in unison together yesterday, having these meetings together. Um, I am all about um, unity. I do not believe in all of this. Um, the, the fight that we're having is with the law. We have to fight the law. We have to change the law. You can go after people personally and blame them. You can slander Senator Blackwell. You can slander Senator Delano all you want, which happened on our page. Okay, well, um, we're going we're to we're come back to the, the, the forward-looking stuff with this in, in a minute. <laughs> but um, I, I want to I cover the organizational shift because yeah. I love the brand for the cause. We are the 74. Direct, yeah. powerful, easy to understand, but also alludes to uh, a complex and compelling backstory on Absolutely. all of that. And I, I want you to talk about, you know, what what you would admit to you think are, are your missteps in the process of the removal and going back to Donnie, because you, you did you did make a video that was that was mocking him in a very childish way. Oh, that, that wasn't that, actually that, me. That wasn't mine. Um, okay, that did well, get well, out. Um, but that wasn't me, actually. No, yeah, I don't I, do that kind of thing. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I want and I, I want to. Well, then I want to take this as a moment to 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 be a, a teachable moment for any activists who might be watching because um, that video has been taken down too. By the well, way. Um, okay. Good. Well, who made it? Yeah. What was it? If you don't want to name their name, if they, if, if, but we we can. Well, then let's not. I mean, if you want to, if you want, if if they've if they've if they've accepted it being taken down, let's not. We don't have to spotlight them for this. Yeah. So basically, what was uh, happening is um, a page that I was in control of. That so basically, when I became the seventy four, I took all of my social medias, any page that I had. And I changed my name. So I already had followers to We Are the 74. So we already had followers. Donnie thought it was a great idea. So we'd already have a fan base. Um, so I took my social media and my followers back after I protested the board because I don't believe in uh, false propaganda. And we're not going to keep publicity until we address the things that were done wrong. And mm. I... I took my stuff back like, OK, if you can't stand for the rights of the board. So basically, this is what happened with the I have to explain this so people know what happened. The board had voted on a few things. We Donnie still hasn't produced our bylaws. Um, we've been trying to get those done. We've been begging for them to get done. They still haven't been done. So um, he's been using these bylaws that don't exist against us to control us who we can speak to who we can be friends with or whatever. Um, he also um, basically had said on, um, I believe it was Friday night or Saturday, basically I was told I could not take another interview podcast or take a podcast where the board did not pre-approve um, who was going to be involved. Um, obviously, I cannot control that when I'm invited to speak as a cannabis activist. Okay, well, I want to try to summarize this part of the narrative mm -hmm. and see if there's a teachable moment in that and then get back to the, the mocking video <clears throat> because in that, uh, it, 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 am I correct to summarize the story as that Donnie basically turned the board against you briefly and was able to get them to vote to approve some of this 
and that was partly why he resigned and it was against the board? No, was that okay? No, 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 no. He didn't allow them to vote. He stripped me of my rights and said that he could do that. Now, Donnie, why why were you in protest of the board? Um, because they didn't stand up to him, they turned their notifications off. Okay, fair enough. So, uh, but they have now realized what's happened and, and gotten back on your side in this. So, um, two of the board members who decided to turn off their notifications in protest, along with Donnie, who turned off his notifications, because I said that if they could not meet until next week, that all of my board rights needed to be reinstated immediately, that the board did not vote on that, that Donnie was punishing me for this lady that he doesn't like. Because he said she says something about license caps. I don't know. He was kind of off the rail. He can't explain the license cap thing, but he just keeps saying license caps. So we don't really know what he means. But anyway, apparently uh, this Turan woman who is also a cannabis activist, we were both listed as cannabis activists to talk on Marcus Dupree's podcast. And he doesn't like that woman. And apparently I was not allowed to talk to that woman. And he said the board had voted on it, which is not true. The board can vouch for that. That vote never happened. Um, they've all spoken to this woman. She is a, a huge cannabis activist in Oklahoma. She has been pivotal. Um, she actually, Donnie is who introduced us to this woman. Okay, so, so, so I, I want to I I jump ahead to the, 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 yeah. the possible lesson out of this then. Because this sounds like something, like, and, and I'm, I'd like to think in my, you know, decade and a half of activism, I've been around enough varied organizations that are, I, they've all been libertarian in the standard of pro-freedom, but I've been in anti-war, pro-drug, you know, different, all sorts of, worked with many different organizations, police reform, you know, different issues, things like that. And I think it's 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 a a very pernicious strategy used by the saboteurs against pro-justice, anti-authority, anti-exploitation, whatever you want to call it, genuine activists like us. And it's a, a, a very <clears throat> uh, weird use of guilt by association and disassociation. And, and libertarians uh, are, we're kind of geeks about, you know, the philo- philosophical, ethical hypotheticals. Like, well, you only have a right to disassociate. So yeah. disassociate enthusiastically. And it's like, no, no, you love enthusiastically, connect enthusiastically. Yes. And, and I, I think if, if there is a lesson here, it's something along the lines of be wary of those who would keep you from working with other people for good causes. Oh, when obviously. they want to work together on a good cause. And if any, if anybody is doing that, I, I don't want to say it's it's fundamentally discrediting, but at least because anybody can be redeemed from from these missteps. But if you see someone in, in a movement who's who's constantly doing that or or using that, uh, you know, sort of guilt by association argument, well, that working with that person is going to make us look bad. Fuck you. You know, you, you have to be able you have to be intellectually confident enough to dismiss the premises outright because there's a natural human inclination to fall for the oh you've got cooties now argument, you know, because you hung out with this person or that person or what and it's like no, no, uh, yeah, don't compete with others for for love and attention and partnership by 
pushing people down. Do it by lifting people up and preferring and actively. If, if you don't like, like, for example, if, if Donnie didn't like you coming on my show because he doesn't like me, I know that wasn't it, but I get that in other ways. Right. <laughs> or, or if it was, and he said, you know, well, you, that you can't do interviews, which he did say, right. You can't do interviews with outlets unless they're approved. No, like, no, you, you, you want to go, oh, you, oh, Bethany talked to a racist right winger, alt-right Trump supporter. Oh, Bethany <laughs> talked to one of those crazy Antifa left-wing people. Fuck you. You should be talking to everybody. Don't accept yes. those premises. So, Bethany, is, there, is, is that the most powerful lesson to that? Or is, is, is there something else? No, I told him, I said, you just because I decide to help this organization and fight for these people, it doesn't mean you get my voice forever. I was like, you are a thing on my resume. You. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Did we lose complete connection there with Bethany? All right. Well, we'll see. hopefully she'll be able to get back while I ramble on the next lesson. I think teachable moment that comes out of this. All right, Bethany's back. Great. Hey, so I'm so sorry, you guys. I had to plug up, and I guess when I did, I lost service. Verizon. No worries. No worries. <laughs> Welcome back. So I, I, I'm going to get to this next quick teachable moment, and then we're going to go back to where the organization is going and what's coming next. It looks like you're still having a signal issue there. But what I was getting at with this uh, th th this next lesson is, is from one of the mistakes on, on your side of this. And if it was someone else who made the video mocking Donnie, but it was it was it was very childish. Yeah, you know, and when it, it was, I it took was, it down, when I found out, um, yeah, because <laughs> um, no, I don't like I said. It's um, I mean, I believe in comedy. Obviously, um, I I have you know yeah. I, I have a very good sense of humor. But um, no, it was an inappropriate time for that to happen. So what was happening is all of my pages were transitioning over to MCNN. Um, which is an open network. 74 has been offered a show on that network. It is, it's open to anybody who wants to try to produce a show to help break open the boundary of cannabis across the world. Everyone's invited. <laughs> um, and we have a lot of people that are going to do shows for this network. So you get a 30 minute show. It comes on once a week. Um, of course, we'll watch them and make sure there's nothing inappropriate. Um, there is um, a civil engineer who's going to do a show focusing on hemp construction in Mississippi. Um, so that's going to be launching in the next few months. So um, it's very open. And so we just decided, OK, so Donnie, we had another page and uh, the original organizers and he wanted it taken down, but he had, didn't have control over it. So um, he asked me to get the guy to take it down. One of the original organizers, Zach Wilson. Um, if you ever want him to come on, he'll come on with you too. Um, well, well, on. These I people have nothing to hide. Bethany, hold so. on. I want to I want to do this in order, and you plenty of time to promote everything at the end here. But I want everybody to have an understanding of where we're at. And I got to make one more lesson out of this. Yeah. Uh, because as Joey and I, uh, GI Mary Jane who also spoke at the, the event and uh, is CEO for Adam versus the man. Uh, as we were talking to you and Donnie and, and trying to figure out what was happening, you know, we, we came first to the conclusion of what we wanted to do with Adam versus the man is have you both on at the same time and have it out and just be like, all right, put up or shut up. And you're the I only one like, who yes. put up. So, and he shut up. So <laughs> this is where we're at. Um, but in that course of things, we, we saw that video 
And it was actually very discrediting of you. It, we saw that and we we're like, no, it, because it, it, it was, it, I'm all about comedy and I'm all about mocking. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. For, for, um, for, for the right reasons. And, you know, oh, and, exactly. And That's why I took it down. Let me ramble. No, and, and and more credit to you. I'm I'm yeah, and I hadn't even I didn't even say anything um, about this. Um, so as far as I mean, you guys came to this conclusion on your own, but it's it. So you did the right thing, and we're all tempted to this. And I have done things that I would I would criticize now the same way and be like, oh yeah, you really fucked that one up. Uh, but the, the 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 takeaway in this is basically don't stoop. To their level, you know, like exactly. when it comes to no, exactly mocking people. Like I don't fat shame; I hypocrisy shame. Fat people in you know on behalf of government saying, "Well, let me tell you how to deal with COVID." Fuck your hypocrisy. <laughs> you know, you you want to give me workout exactly. advice too? No, get out of my face, right? But if it, 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 and so when it's it, it's really important to differentiate that. Don't oh, no, make absolutely. fun of people for talking funny don't make fun of people for no. being ugly don't make fun of people for for their bodies in any way and and i think that video crossed that line and it, it, it makes did. someone and like me it's it's insulting to your audience and it, it makes someone like me think oh well you don't have an argument this is what you're talking about so i'm, I'm glad you did the right thing but anyway, that's that's it. Well, for so how it got shared should be known. Um, so when the admins were removed, like the 74 admins were removed from the page that was my page um, and I changed it over to MCNN, um, all of the new admins for MCNN went on. And um, once I found out an admin had shared that video, now that video was made about six weeks ago and had circulated uh, behind the scenes for quite some time. I've never shared it ever to anyone mm. ever I oh, knew okay. it existed so kind of floating around no. in front of donnie before this okay oh, oh yeah because um, makes- there were some senators that he had been harassing um different things had been going on so this happened about six weeks ago um oh, okay. so no after his after he kind of did all of this another admin as soon as they had an opportunity um thought it would be a great idea in the middle of the night to share that and i took it down immediately Okay, so before, before, hold on, I want to move, I, want, I know, I don't, so Bethany, I, I know this is a tricky conversation because it's personal okay. for you, um, but also because there, there's a lot you want to get, you're tempted to get defensive on, and I don't think it's necessary, and, and, and it's also, it's very tempting with a complex story like this to want to jump down every rabbit hole so thank you for letting me you know guide this conversation of course and, and i hope highlight what i and think i'm is sorry if i'm all over the place you guys kind of know the stress the kind of behind the scenes how bad this has been for me the last couple of days my eyes are swollen um <laughs> i've been hysterically no, exactly. crying for days it's I, been devastating totally, so so before we wrap up with getting to what's the status of organizations moving forward how can people help before we do that from the story of what has unfolded, the behind-the-scenes power struggle, the characters involved, are there any other lessons or takeaways or precautions that you've, you've learned from this that you oh, want to yes. share with the bigger audience? Um, yeah, make sure you know who you're um, calling out for because uh, you might not know who the enemy really is and how dangerous you really put yourself in a situation. Um, 
there were things that came out to the public, um, some public um, Sunday night that I had no part of. And I experienced a lot of backlash for those things come in public. So I know the dangers of sharing things and people thinking that you shared them. So uh, that's why that post came down immediately the moment I found out about it, because um, we don't do that. We don't go after people personally. And that is what I've lectured on. And there's proof I've lectured on this um, in group chats, videos, you name it. Um, we go after policy. We go after and we work together and we communicate and we love each other and we take care of each other. Um, there's a reason I make an, a nine hour round trip to Jackson in one day with 27 medical conditions and I do it for these people. So um, it was so hard for me just to, to have to say I resign in protest. But to see other members as each day unfolded, resign and protest with me for the right thing, because point blank, my voter, the board voted I had rights to admin this page. They all had rights to admin this page and what the board responsibilities were as admins of these pages. So uh, Donnie has no board vote. His board rights were stripped a month ago and we named him executive director um, and removed his vote due to some conflicts that had arose. And um, this will all come out, I'm sure, on multiple shows um, as these things unfold. Um, but, yeah, apparently um, he had a business deal fallout and then kind of went off the hinges ever since then. So um, we all kind of stood up together and we're like, no, this no, no, we cannot let this man be in control. Unfortunately, um, he we created the organizers group where we could all talk to direct organizers across the state. But Donnie was the one who went ahead and set up the 74 page. So he has super admin privileges. So basically then he starts just cutting off every board member who disagreed with him all weekend. Now we have the messages of this. Like it's not, I'm not slandering anybody. There's proof of all of this. It's not literally Austin okay, Calhoun. Get to the organization away from the drama, bigger lessons, stick to bigger lessons for a minute with me, Bethany. Sorry. It's, it's just hard to say, you know, like, Obviously, it's just been a difficult a lot of thing, but the lesson is, you know, that oh, we oh. stood up against somebody stealing our vote, which is what the Supreme Court did to us. And it was hard to all come together and fight with this person who's threatening to burn it to the ground. That's a direct quote that was shared in a text last night. So my point and on saying all of that is that our vote was taken away from us this weekend by our executive director that had no right to do so. And it took days of us to say of us to all stand up and fight like that is my voting you can't have it that okay, is my so, voting and not have it so there's another lesson here i gotta point out it's gonna get a little meta here which is that one of the things they use to keep us off message to distract us is to make these kinds of organizational conflicts very complex and very distracting and they throw all these rabbit holes in front of you and you can get sucked into any one of them. And next thing you know, your day is gone. Your conversation's gone. Your passion is gone because your effectiveness is gone because that's what your activism has become about. And it's, it's exactly. very, again, it's, it's, it's pernicious. It's insidious. It's dangerous. And it's something that in this sense, we can at least engage in some, uh, practical things to protect us. Jim's our, our executive producer on Twitch. The federal government is the enemy. All others are their victims. Uh, yeah, it's hard when <laughs> justice is right in front of you and involving you, says Joey Lee. Yeah, no, and it's it's really hard. But this is how we protect ourselves from this kind of sabotage: is acknowledge it, 
and move on. And it's like yes. the, 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 the don't let them make you emotional, as Joey says. Yes. Keep yeah. your center. So like it, it, the Ron Paul quote, if you're not having fun, you're not doing it right. Yes, like exactly. Laughter and cannabis. <laughs> to keep in mind, yeah, right. To keep in mind at all times. So if you feel yourself not having fun for any extended period of time of activism, which is about fighting injustice, making the world a better place, and talking to people about things that you're passionate about, it's fucking awesome. Making friends, building organizations, changing the world, making it a better place really fucking fun right <coughs> as joey says you still control your emotions not them never forget emotional sovereignty the other thing is focus focus yeah. like what what are what are you actually like and bethany um to, to an extent you are a victim in this your time is a victim in this to whatever extent there is some some deliberate sabotage here and, and i think at this point that would be another rabbit hole we could get sucked into of speculation of, you know, is Donnie this? Did this happen to Donnie? Did this? I don't know. I, in a sense, I don't know. I have to stop caring at the point that it's not fun anymore because it's not productive. It doesn't serve us focusing on our goals and your goal specifically that you have decided to, to focus in on of cannabis legalization in Mississippi. So yeah, all that being stopped. said, I have, I have this, this question that, that I, I don't know if you've answered it or not, but where are we with we are the 74 right now? Um, you said Mississippi Cannabis News Network is, is your thing, but it's now media. But we are the 74. Isn't that still happening? Please don't it give is. up that brand. Is the board reconstituting? Is it dead? They were uh they, no, they were all together yesterday. The board is coming together tonight. It's DeAndrea, Austin Calhoun, Austin Boswick. We're all going to go live, answer questions because we know the members are worried about their donations and we want to put all their fears at ease. So we're going live tonight together. Um, we are taking full control. Um, the bank was contacted to remove. I mean, like real, we're taking over and fixing okay. every problem. Okay. Um, so you're able. So so. That's that answers the question for me. So it, 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 the the outcome of this it appears, and I, I'm glad that you guys have that happening in the interest of transparency to your donors and your members yes. and supporters that you have the time to to have that digital town hall and and go down that route. Say, hey, we're gonna we're gonna indulge this rabbit hole for for three hours or whatever it takes, and then we're done with it. Um, but it sounds like you're able to recover and reconstitute the brand and the organization and more or less get oh, it back absolutely. on track. And, and both MCNN and 74 got, was there yeah. yesterday at the Senate meeting. Okay. That's beautiful. Together. So, what, so last question then, dear, and this is, this is, this has been a lot of fun. What can people do to help? I think becoming, uh, you know, a, a, a monthly supporter, you, are, are you guys up for donations still right now? Um, I, I think we are. We are transitioning. We're going to do a board restructure. We're having a vote this afternoon during our meeting before we go live tonight to to make sure that everybody um, has their new let's roles, just, responsibilities. Let's just, let's just pause on that. We'll let's let's get one of your other board members scheduled. Uh, I'd love to talk to Austin again for for like a week from today and give us an update. Yeah, and then um, and then when you guys are. are so let's just say for, you know, when you guys are really reorganized and have fundraising and website and, and all of that and, and, and a clear ability to say, give us money and we're going to do this with it. 
Um, we'll we'll get you back on for that pitch in about a week. Uh, but for now, I want all of our our viewers and listeners to know how to connect with you. What's the best way to be able to follow you? Is I hate to ask if it's Facebook. Is it Facebook? But if it's Facebook, to join a group. Um, I'll add you to the list of things I never check on Facebook. Uh, but you know, you've got my number. Is it? You, please tell me if yeah. you, there's, there's, there's if there's not an email list, there's going to be one, or that that there's something else. Give, yes. give us. What can we do to just Full make sure we're transparency is always my goal. Um, and you can follow um, our social medias are going to come back online, um, but we're going to vote on who the board member is that holds that responsibility. So it's just not all on me because I have to plan rallies, et cetera. So we're actually voting, putting all of the proper jobs in place. So we'll have new social media coming out with new content across TikTok, Twitter, Instagram for We Are The 74. Uh, as well as we are the 74, um, we'll still continue to do that rally on the 7th. Um, we're going to just fight as hard as we can to get control as fast as we can to make these things happen for you guys. We didn't stop fighting. We just couldn't be public about how bad it was getting. So I'm sorry. Yeah. I know everybody wants answers. Um, there are some things that legally we probably shouldn't sure. even say uh, at the moment. I don't know what that is, but um, technically that's why I say I don't say anything I don't have proof of. Um, because I, you know, why would I, I'm not going to lie on anybody, but I'm going to protect people. I asked to, to follow me period always. Right. And I'm going to stand up for votes. I don't care if it's a, a vote on this board or a vote for, um, medical cannabis, a vote is awesome. a vote. They spoke. We're not going to have anybody steal it. So we're not going to stop fighting. We got it. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today, Bethany. Thanks love. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Well, on that, let's get Ed up here for a second. And our uh, FBI interrogation specialist here. Uh, what? I, I, just quickly, Ed, Ed, any critical comments I missed on on that interview? And do you have any thoughts? Were you able to tease apart any 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 theories jump to mind? What's behind this kind of sabotage? Can't hear you, Ed. Sorry about that. Being good co-host, you keep it muted while you're not on. Um, listening to this is one more story where I don't know anything about what's going on in the players, anything that's happened, and I have to be part of the audience and gain the information by what we're getting. Okay, for ten minutes straight. You had zero comments whatsoever because, like the rest of the commenters, we didn't know what was going on, but we knew something was going on. You want to figure it out. Way, because of the way of your demeanor and the way you, I won't say interrogated your interviewee. You, you were more of an adversarial interviewer. Scrutinized. Yeah, scrutiny is, is important. I mean, uh, we, we got what was going on. We got that something had happened and that there were people that were involved that we don't know and all this. And then when you started filling in information of what you knew about him and him being a dick and not coming on and being clean and she's willing to jump in. And I mean, I could hear the sound of her voice of so many people that I know and myself and you know, us activists that start from nowhere and we work our way up to a point where we get somewhere and we become someone to a degree and then 
the big three, okay, there are three things that will ruin an organization faster than anything else. And that's money, property, and prestige. Okay? This is my personal I experience. I going to say FBI, CIA, NSA, but close enough. No, these, see, the letter people don't have to involve themselves into what's going on here, or they may have an, on his side, I don't know, but there's a controversy. It's stopping the organization from promoting whatever mission that it starts from. I mean, this is this is all about cannabis, wasn't it? I mean, or a libertarian or, you know, was the real basis of this? We've still kind of, that was nebulous to a degree. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I would love to have been up there and helped to ask questions as part of the audience, but this is one day where I didn't go ahead and log in to like YouTube where we can't log in and just throw comments up there or whatnot. That puts too much stra strain on my, my resources. I want to be good on the, on the program. So I didn't really get into it with my personal comments on the screen, but I could have thrown in dozens of questions of trying to straighten this stuff out. I mean, I'm, I've gotten to the bottom of many rabbit holes and you were so far into it that you were asking complex questions that we didn't know what you were going to say next, but we uh, knew you were, you were after something. Okay. And we don't, we want to see, I know I, I'm pretty sure the rest of the audience is like, I am. We want to see how this develops. Okay. You committed to do this once a week, man. I'll get her and anybody else that's willing to come on with her once a week, just to get whatever problem was going on with this, corporation that was probably created for well, something good not even not even that i i think what's happening in mississippi right now that the, the the fight over prop 65 specifically okay is so important that i would want to have someone on who's involved with that every week until it's resolved like for the next few months i think i think if, if, you know maybe a 15 minute spot once a week for someone from We Are the 74 to just do an update. Um, I, I really do think it is potentially one of those linchpin kind of issues. And the fact that they experience this organizational upheaval right now only reinforces it because this is not the product of incompetence or lack of leadership or lack of enthusiasm for the issue or base of support, which leads me to believe it's some kind of sabotage. Could be. I mean, they monkey works everything until it doesn't work, and then they go monkey work something else. But yeah, obfuscation right. is a big thing. Exactly, and that's why I don't want. I don't want to get sucked down any of these rabbit holes too long. I just want to keep throwing support where I know it's going to be doing some good. All right, so let's do a quick headline skim to get through some of these. It is catch up Thursday. I think we got about. Uh, let's see, two, four, six, eight, ten. Can I get to 12 headlines today? France 24, Tokyo Olympics opening ceremony director fired over old Holocaust skit. And this, you go, well, what the fuck is it? You have to bury the, 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 or you have to dig to get this a little bit. In the sketch, Kobayashi and a comedy partner pretend to be a pair of famous children's TV entertainers. As they brainstorm an activity involving paper, Kobayashi refers to some paper doll cutouts, describing them as the ones from that time you said, 
let's play the Holocaust, sparking laughter from the audience. That's not an anti-Semitic joke. That's not a hateful joke. That's a play the Holocaust, oh, isn't history horrific joke. And for that, they they had to cut this guy loose. Insane. Uh, From the Daily Beast at Yahoo.com, MAGA's biggest porn star, Randy Love, got kicked out of a conservative conference, and she's pissed. Randy Love is the most famous mega porn star on the planet. The adult industry veteran boasts 831,500 followers on Twitter. Has starred in hundreds of triple X films, penned the book "Getting Wild Sex from Your Conservative Woman," and is a columnist for the Federalist. She enthusiastically supports Trump and loathes Antifa, BLM, and the Squad. Yet on Saturday, she was banned from a conservative political conference for just just for being a porn star. So this is Turning Point USA's Student Action Summit in Tampa, Florida. And uh, yeah, I'm good for her for facing up to this contradiction of conservatism with a sex positive message. BuzzFeedNews.com. The true scale of China's mass detention campaign in Xinjiang has long stayed secret. A new BuzzFeed News analysis has found 206 million square feet of space to detain Muslims, enough to hold 1 million people at the same time. Yes. If you want more on this, links in the notes at t.me slash Adam versus the man. Here is the most complete picture yet of the staggering scale of China's prisons and detention camps. Excuse me, for Muslims in Xinjiang. I'm probably not saying that right. Next story about China, politico.com. China is buying up American farms. Washington wants to crack down. (laughs) Whoops. Bipartisan pressure is building to stop foreign nationals from purchasing American farm operations and receiving taxpayer subsidies. The push to drain China's influence from the U.S. economy has reached America's farm countries. Congressional lawmakers from both parties are looking at measures to crack down on foreign purchases of prime agricultural real estate. From thedailybeast.com, O'Reilly silences accuser again blocks view appearance. They have this labeled as running scared. Andrea Macris was slated to tell her story on national TV until O'Reilly went to court to say she is breaching her NDA. Bill O'Reilly is attempting to once again silence Andrea Macris, the former producer in 2004, settled a sex harassment lawsuit with then Fox News star and earlier this month told her story in vivid detail to the Daily Beast. She was scheduled to appear Wednesday on The View, but Tuesday evening, O'Reilly was granted a temporary restraining order, effectively canceling. Interesting. Well, I guess I'm going to go read her, tell her story in vivid detail to the Daily Beast now. I don't really care. It's just funny to watch this back and forth, how it plays out. Reuters, with our next headline, anger over COVID rules gives new impetus to France's yellow vests. Yes, those protesting in Europe are really showing us how to be American. Frustration of government measures to curb the spread of COVID-19, where some people say are an attack on their liberty, has given the movement fresh momentum. Now from moneycontrol.com, Delhi police alerted of terror plot attack using drones. Yeah, that, that ahead of Independence Day, which in 
Delhi is is a different day. Uh, yeah. That, but you know what? We have a better drone story. Uh, actually, we have two better drone stories. First from the Metro, metro.co.uk. Dubai makes its own fake rain with drones to tackle 50 degrees Celsius heat wave. Shit. What's 50 degrees Celsius? Any Bueller? Google? Hey, Google. 50 degrees Celsius to Fahrenheit. That's like a suggested search right away. Well, Jim has these cool images up on screen. 50 degrees Celsius, 122 Fahrenheit. I haven't seen that since I was in Fallujah. But yes, they are using cloud seeding now. Again, the technology, as much as even with chemtrails, we go, well, we know what's happening. It's just a matter of to what degree. Because the government's admitted it. Well, now it's it's like, oh, yeah, they can do it in the open. So Dubai has been drenched by heavy downpours caused in part by cloud seeding projects, which are creating enhanced rain. Well, at least one cool advance in the technology is that they're using drones instead of piloted aircraft for this stuff right now. But that they're not doing this with complete transparency or openness or about what chemicals they're using. Yeah, I, I want to know. I want to know. Uh, from the BL.TV, the secret monopoly. Oh, wait, sorry. We want to jump ahead to the other. There's a, I told you we had another drone story, right? Not the B.com. Is it not the Sacramento B? Oh, wait. Is this another parody website? No, not the B. Wait. All right. I'm going to have to look at this story. The, <laughs> the headline is Police officer calls for backup after being pursued by drone which is actually just the planet Jupiter. Good headline. All right, more importantly, from the BL.TV, the secret monopoly that controls big media and big pharma is made up of just two companies, says report. Big pharma companies and major media outlets, such as the New York Times, are largely owned by two asset management firms. BlackRock and Vanguard, according to a comprehensive analysis by Dr. Joseph Mercola, published by Children's Health Defense. This is a big issue, major issue, because Big Pharma is driving the response to COVID-19, and the mainstream media has been responsible to spreading its propaganda. Of course, spreading its propaganda, false official narrative that promotes fear based on lies, says Mercola. BlackRock and the Vanguard Group, moreover, form a secret monopoly that also owns almost everything imaginable. For example, some of the shares of a long list of other companies, including Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, Facebook, and Alphabet, as mentioned in a 2017 article in The Conversation. So there's some cool charts that have come out of this I've seen in memes. This is a story worth getting into. I'm going to be getting into it more. Links, again, at t.me slash Adam versus the man. Now to American politics for the last minute of headlines. Senator calls on Arizona to decertify election results after audit findings. We might be getting that close to that. Arizona State Senator Wendy Rogers has called on President Joe Biden's electors to be recalled to the state and a new election to be conducted following an explosive hearing on its 2020 election audit. So this, like this, woo, this might be happening. Serious destabilization. Uh, pretty exciting to see that it, I'm not, this doesn't make me more hopeful. We still have to have the Arizona legislature vote on this, 
but it is possible now. It is on the floor. It is being discussed. It isn't there. The fate of the world is maybe in the hands of the Arizona State Legislature. CNBC, super fun, quick headline. DEA agent arrested for participating in the January 6th Capitol riot by Trump supporters. Apparently, he was uh, planning on quitting anyway. With that, uh, Ed, do we have a comment contest winner? Yes, we certainly do. Uh, Chris Gannon, also known as Ghetto Monk 33, he had back to back comments that were just the best, okay? Everyone needs a probe because anti probers are killing people. And then he says, I, I wonder if Facebook will provide probe profile pick frames. Like, ah, oh man, had West Coast Jerry dying. I'm telling you, all Just, right. Thank you. Well, you know, Chris Gannon defending the producers club today. Yeah, Why is when the guy released the video of aliens, that shit is always recorded with a fucking potato. Mwah, peace and love, y'all. Choose happiness and be excellent to each other. <laughs>